0: Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Corey Insurance, Dakota Beverage, Billion Chrysler, Jeep Dodge Ram, Houston Speedway, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies.
1: And, Neil, I know you, you could be excited about this because I wanted to let you know that, I want to get the dates right here, um, starting this past Monday through December 26th, the RB's Wagyu Burger is back for a limited time. So for okay. about six weeks or whatever that is, seven weeks, between Monday and the day after Christmas, the Wagyu Burger is back because that's one of those items that's kind of seasonal. They have it every now and then. You, it's not always there like the, the roast beef combo. The classic roast beef combo is always there. The Wagyu Burger isn't always. So I just wanted to let you know it's coming back. And, um, they've actually got a couple, they've got a new one. They've got a deluxe version of it too, which sounds really good. The new one is a cheesy big bacon wagyu beef blend burger with. Bacon, Swiss cheese, American cheese, lettuce, tomato, onions, onions, pickles, and burger sauce on a toasted bun. When does that start? That started Monday. Oh, okay, so it's there now. It's there now. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll uh,
2: make note of that. I might have hit that a couple times a week to take advantage of that limited time. That sounds like
1: a pretty good pregame meal for the Augustana Vikings for Saturday, doesn't it, Coach O?
3: <laughs> You're making me hungry, Mark. i got to be honest with you.
1: Yeah, you're hungry for a win on Saturday. I was at your game Saturday and, uh, that was one of the more exciting games I've been to in a long time out at, at your home stadium there. Anybody, as I said earlier in the show, that looked at the score just thought, ah, they won handily. It was 38 to 19. It was not a handily win. It was an exciting win right down to the final couple of minutes and you got two late touchdowns that, that kind of blew the score out of, out of proportion. But
3: mm-hmm.
1: is it fun to play in games like that? As for your players and for you as coaches, more so than you know, you get some blowouts during the regular season that really aren't. I mean, they aren't that satisfying when the game gets over.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And Neil, good to, good to hear you too. Uh, you you know how this goes. I always love playing. You know, just a great competition, and I, I think our guys rise up. And one thing about this group, and, and Bemidji uh, was a you know preseason top favorite in our league to win the league with a ton of seniors they're a really good football team they're a really good football team across the board in every phase and the last time we played Mankato earlier in the year they were number three in the country and and you know our guys just rise up uh, they're they're a competitive bunch they're a resilient bunch they believe in one another the brotherhood is strong in this locker room and I think it does bring out the best you know, competition should bring out the best in you. So when the stakes are high, you know, this team has responded, and that was certainly the case for a conference championship on Saturday.
1: The only thing I didn't like about the game was their uniforms. It looked like a third grader got green tape and put their numbers on their jerseys. I just thought those were ugly. <laughs>
3: I'm not too interested in what they're wearing,
1: just how they're playing. <laughs> uh, I I look at all aspects of of that. It, you got to, to me, you got to look good to play good, and I just didn't think they looked good. They and they are an exciting team. I've I've seen them play many many times the last two or three years, and, and think they're a fun team to watch. So, how much um, you get to play Mankato for a second time? Uh, quite often, if you've lost the first time, it sometimes it's better if it's two teams that are close in in ability when you get to play them in a in a second go around in this case in the playoffs to keep your season going sometimes i feel like it's almost better to have lost the first time cuz you got a little more incentive your thoughts on that not i'm not saying you wish you'd lost the first game i'm just saying i think that might give them a slight edge in terms of the you know emotional preparation for the game
3: yeah i i'm not uh, too much into the psychology of the stuff I, I i like winning and when it comes down to it, uh, it's all about matchups and, and being productive in what you think your matchups are, and then executing uh, when it comes down to it. You know, situational football is big when you when you pair up with a team that at this point, you know, once you make the tournament, let's be honest, everybody's a good team, and the margin for error shrinks greatly. So uh, you got to be firing on all engines and making sure that you're able to execute situational football. And the big thing with that is at this junket, especially in the season, we've been blessed with some amazing weather that we normally don't get right now. But you have to be able to run the ball. You have to be able to stop the run. Turnovers become huge. Special teams plays large into it. And then the situational, you know, third down management and field position management uh, becomes really critical. And our team has really excelled at that this year. And so I, it doesn't bother me about, you know, whether we won or lost the first game. To me, all those things uh, overcome all that you know be be good in the situation um and make sure you're ready to handle what changes they're going to make from game one to game two i'm sure that they're going to have some changes and we got some in store too
2: hey hey coach neil here um you know i recall in my from my playing days the regimen of a football week you know you start the the week uh the practice week on a monday mm-hmm. and and uh the 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 momentum and the um uh, and the excitement kind of grows as you head towards saturday and then of course on game day, the the adrenaline starts to flow. The players get excited. The coaches get excited. You go play the game. But I also remember that uh, during the playoffs. I mean, when when the you know the season is really on the line and you're getting ready to try to accomplish your your preseason goals that there's even a higher level of adrenaline uh, again the uh, within the coaches and the players mm-hmm. and and um and th- that added adrenaline sometimes you don't realize you could have more adrenaline but but for some reason it's there on Saturday right. morning uh do you find that to be the case and is that what spurs some extraordinary efforts sometimes
3: yeah i think it sure can uh, you know, the stage gets bigger, and this is going to be big. It'll be four or 5,000 people at this game. You know, th- it's going to be well attended. It's going to be a, a big game for, obviously, both teams. But certainly for us to get a home game, you Neil, know, is, is huge. You know, football, as you know, is so uh, – there's such a routine to it, right? Tuesdays, you know, we had a really good practice yesterday. I, I think, you know, that, that emotion, adrenaline, as a staff, we talk about focus. You know, let's be focused. What are we getting out of today? You know, we had to be, we worked first down and third down periods. You know, we worked situational football goal line. You know, today we'll go back to that and, and work more of our third medium and medium and condensed field work. So the focus, I think, controls some of the uh, adrenaline a little bit uh, because Saturday's a long ways away, and we got so much to accomplish then. But Saturday morning, yeah, I, I, our guys are just have such a demeanor about them that it's been fun to be a part of this group because it's it's a great mix of, of veteran leaders and young guys that have had to grow and watch them and perform. Uh, and I think the balance has been really good for us. So they don't get too high and they never get too low. They just go and do their job. And, and the other thing that's really key for us, and I think will lead to continued success is they're very selfless and they worry about their own job. You know, our offense doesn't worry what the defense is doing. Defense doesn't worry what the offense is doing and, and they come together to form our special team. So, that way, this has been the best team I've ever had here about how they address the process, uh, both in the week and in game day.
1: Jerry Osheski is our guest here, head coach of the Augustana Vikings, who hosts Mankato on Saturday at noon in a first-round Division two playoff game, a rematch of a few weeks ago that Augie won. I'm curious, when you found out who you were playing, uh, what your reaction was? Because sometimes in the playoffs it's exciting to play somebody brand new, and yet I, I think there's probably certain advantages to playing a team that you know that helps in preparation.
3: Yeah, that's, that's a great point, point. Uh, and I think both are true. Uh, as, as the selection show went, and I did a pre, you know, that Monday prior, you know, when we win, this is what it's going to look like, and it was exactly what I thought it would be. You know, I, I, I believe we deserved a three-seat if you go just by the KPI which would have moved us in the bottom bracket, not the top bracket, but the matchup would have been the same because in NCAA Division II, it's travel, right? They're going to pit two of the three teams from our conference against each other, and it was very likely that they wouldn't put Bemidji and us against each other back-to-back weeks. That wouldn't make sense at all. So I kind of figured it would be Mankato, depending on how that game played out um and and where we got seated and who you play next. It's the tournament. You're gonna have to beat everybody to to advance as far as you want to anyway. Yes there's some familiarity with it. Yes there's some matchup things that are concerning to us and there's some matchup things that we really like. So now it's put it on the table and you know the difference was we knew we were getting in uh versus another year where you're like, man, I, I believe we're getting in but you never know. Uh you know, so our kids knew they were getting in. They knew they were going to be hosting. Uh, it's just who it was, and, and we had a pretty strong inclination that that's the way it's going to go. So let's go.
1: Did you feel pretty strongly you would have gotten in had you lost on Saturday?
3: Yeah, yeah, we should have, and, and I believe we would have. Um, it it would have just put us on the road.
1: Right. Yeah. It, it, it was almost like the playoffs started last week, though, for you, wasn't it?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Really much. Uh, and, and for us, you know, we've had a, a five-day grind or five-week grinder here. Um, because our schedule was, was not as difficult early on, but our kids have had to step up five weeks in a row, so we've been really in playoff mode for the last four weeks of just, you know, coming together, and, and, and the best teams, the great teams, the ones that you can remember back to are the ones who are playing the best football late, right? It's a growing process, and as you go through that process, injuries certainly impart that, and we've been so blessed uh, to be a fairly healthy football team more than in years past. Now we got some now, but... We've been really, really good with that. But the best teams that, that I can remember over the years are the ones who every week got a little better, got a little better in the situation that came up in the adversity you faced, whatever it was, to be the best team you can when you need to be when it matters at the end of the season in playoffs.
2: Uh, hey, Coach, I, I've been to several games this year, and I always get a program and try to familiarize myself with the players and different positions. But I don't recall from a... From an age or class perspective, uh, uh, what's the makeup of the team in terms of underclassmen this
3: year? Yeah, we're pretty balanced, Neil. Uh, we really are. I mean, we got some, some big time. We, we returned eight offensive starters, actually nine offensive starters, and, and, and we'll graduate you know, six of those kids. Uh, but there's some young players that have impact rules in there and some pretty good recruiting that guys are behind it. And defensively, we had a really big class last year that graduated and some impact players. Uh, but some guys that were just the same that we thought were ready and, and we play pretty deep. You know, if you watch us, we play, you know, pretty deep on both sides of the ball, especially defensively. Uh, so I think our makeup is very balanced between, you know, seniors or upperclassmen and, and some young kids that are making their way through and, and throughout the course of 11 games we depended on. And that's probably a reason why we are, you know, a fairly healthy team right now. You've also got
1: a pretty interesting group of personalities on your team. Uh, and, and, and probably I I would say that um, I I really enjoyed uh, getting to talk to on on the sideline when the game was over to uh, Javion Farr after his interception return mm-hmm. to kind of seal it. He's a very interesting and fun-loving young man.
3: Yeah, I got a bunch of them. You know, you, you couldn't put Javion's personality, you know, in this entire campus. I mean, he's he's so large as a person. Uh, and a heck of a football player, and then you got Jared Epperson, who lives on the edge and is just so competitive, uh, but fun-loving and and easygoing uh, to the guys who are real serious, you know, that that are just you know won't crack a smile if the best joke was told. So uh, it's such a wonderful makeup of of different, which a uh, locker room should be. Uh, you know, I've always said if our world was a locker room, we wouldn't have the issues we have. Our guys just figure it out, and they appreciate each other's differences. But the, the personalities are pretty large, and sometimes they say they keep me young, and sometimes they age me by 10 years a day.
1: Uh, so how much did Jared age you when he spiked the ball after his touchdown?
3: <laughs> I think I aged Jared more than he aged me on that one. <laughs> we had a little conversation on the sideline, and that's that's his raw emotion. That's his passion coming out. Uh, but I just you know shared with him what the moment you did that in and what that does to this football team, you know that the, the repercussions of that and, and he his eyes were pretty big. In fact, a, a person very close to him you know, came up to me afterwards and said, "Coach, you put the fear of God in him." Oh my good, that's what was intended. But he's just <laughs> such an amazing, amazing competitor that sometimes you know you got to live with that. Sometimes you got to let that raw emotion come out and, and it just pour. Poor timing for that, um, and he knows better, and he felt terrible, and he apologized three times on Sundays and, and once on Monday, and I said, okay, move on. You know, it's over, and we're all good. And it was just a spike, but it was just emotion.
1: Yeah, no, I got a big smile out of him on the sideline right after that happened, too. So uh, I, I, I could just tell he's one of those kids you love being around, and as a coach, uh, when you've got, uh, well, you know, this this Saturday or the next Saturday or whenever, you it, You've got the final game coming up with a whole bunch of seniors who you've spent a lot of time with, and you mm-hmm. recruited them to come here. They're they're your kids, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm guessing that becomes an emotional time when you allow yourself to think about it.
3: It is. You know, and that was senior day for us, too, so that was a big thing. And, you know, to flip the script, some of the kids have tears because they realize that, you know, you never know if that's your last time on the field pregame, you know, playing at, at K.O., uh, and, and the raw emotions of that comes out. You know, those parents have been supporting him since Wee football uh, and traveled a lot of miles to watch him play in their time here at Augie. Uh, it, it is emotional, and, and for me personally, and I've always said that, you know, a senior class, you go through, in a very short period of time, you go through life-changing moments together, uh, and and there's nothing, I think, like it other than being a parent where you can truly watch them grow up, and, and have them chase goals and aspirations, watch them fail and, and, and stand up and, and, and watch them learn who they want to be. It's an amazing process that we get to experience every year. And every year there's a funeral and then there's a baptism, you know, the funeral is saying goodbye to the seniors, although they're going on to great things in life, but you won't be with them every day like you have been and you miss them. But then that baptism comes with that next class that comes in and signs on and, and you get to start the process all over again. It's like a, uh, it just freezes time a little bit and i can't believe how fast this career's gone i've been doing it for 30 years and i don't feel like it because you invest in those families and those kids and and it just you know and then they send the well wishes back or a picture of one of our players and Nick Lee had twin boys and the picture was sent and, coach i can't wait to wait to you for you to coach the boys, I'm like, I'm not coaching when I'm seventy five. So uh, you know, that we'll trust that to somebody else. But that's the cool part of it, Mark, is the relationships piece, you know, you wanna you're gonna win games and you go out and be your best, but the relationships last forever.
1: Yeah. I still have people come up and, and they'll have like their new you know, I'll say, Hey, hey, congratulations on your baby. Yeah. We can't wait to have you talk about her on the sports. I'm like, mm-hmm. uh <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'd be 85. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to happen. but Right. Uh, yeah, those relationships are what it's all about, right?
3: Absolutely. And we've had some great ones over the years and, and some memories made, and we've made a ton of memories this year, but there's a lot more on the bone. You know, there, there's, there's more memories to make for this football team. They're special. Like I said, the brotherhood is tight. the belief in each other is great. Um, you know, I, I want this this to go as long as we possibly can. But you're only promised Saturday. You got to earn every one after that, and that's been our ammo all year. And we we tell our guys, and it's just well known in the locker, what's the biggest game of the year, and they'll just come back to you this one because it's the only one they let us play. Yeah, you know. Well, so that that's a great mentality to take.
1: Absolutely. So
3: well, noon Saturday, Mankato.
1: Um, after whoever wins this game is going to go on the road, correct? Yep.
3: To number one. Team in the country, number one seed, Colorado Mines.
1: Yeah. Okay.
3: Are they that good? Yeah, they're good. They're really good. They deserve a number one ranking. They beat the teams that are uh, in the top three and four and five in the country. You know, they've played uh, 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 Grand Valley State, who's who's tops in their region. I mean, they're they're legitimately good. Coach Sterbick does a great job, and and he's an Augie alum, and I know Pete really well. Um, I'd be blessed to get that opportunity to lock up with him, you know, and in uh in colorado but we got some business to take care of here first and you got to earn
1: that yep no i'm not looking ahead but i i did pete starvick's the head coach yes sir i'll be darned (laughs) okay i yeah it doesn't seems like you can't throw a name out there that i don't know it's just crazy after all these years of doing this that's that's pretty cool all right well we'll see you on saturday um Good luck. Sounds like you're gonna have a great day, so you can do whatever you want—run, throw, whatever—and your quarterback can do both. I gotta say, he is bigger in person than you think he is when you're watching from up in the stands.
3: He is a large man. Not, uh, it's, it's the only quarterback I've ever had that's been six five or bigger. And at six seven—he he certainly can see the field. It's never an excuse that he can't see the guys. <laughs> um, and he's got a cannon of an arm. Uh, he's, he's the ultimate competitor as well. So. Like I said, I'm planning on those guys continuing this journey, but, you know, we're going to have to earn it every step of the way. It'd be great situationally in football. It'd be great to have Mankato chase the score. I think that would be in our benefit, but at the same point, we're going to have to play four quarters of it against a really good football team that's been there before. So, you yeah, know, i said it's our time, and we're going to have to prove that.
1: Lots of conversation around the uh, Thanksgiving meal uh, at at your house with uh, your father-in-law, right?
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love him. Yeah. All right. Good luck Saturday, and we'll see you there. Thanks so much, Mark. Appreciate you guys. Thanks, Neil. God bless you guys. Be good. All right.
1: Thanks, Coach. Jerry Osheski, our guest. We'll be right back to wrap up the show after this. For those who don't like to be still, for those with things to do and the drive to get them done, for those in search of a partner to help make it happen, there's a bank. A bank that listens, acts, and impacts all things right here. Dakota Bank. Go with experience. Go with teamwork. Go with integrity for banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Dakota Bank, here for you. Member FDIC, equal housing lender, insurance and trust services, not FDIC insured. Your joints are your connection points, and when they hurt, they stop you from moving freely. That's why at Sanford Health, our board-certified orthopedics and sports medicine experts are ready to help you safely restore your movement and relieve your pain with same-day joint replacement surgery options. These minimally invasive surgeries come with less risk and allow you to have a comfortable recovery at home. You don't need a referral to get started. Schedule a consultation today at sanfordhealth.org.
2: Just walking into Vance Thompson Vision, I I was amazed at the spaciousness, the greetings I got at the front desk. Nine years ago, my daughter had LASIK surgery. She said, Dad, when you're going to have your cataracts fixed, you should check with Vance Thompson Vision first. Well, my wife looks so good now with these new eyes. I think we're going to take a second honeymoon. (laughs) Download our free cataract checklist at VanceThompsonVision.com.
1: Are you looking for a fun, rewarding place to work? At Arby's, they've had plenty of people make it into a fulfilling career, like Denise Hone, who started over 30 years ago. It's not just a job for me. It's a family environment where I've always enjoyed coming to work every day with a smile. There are great opportunities for advancement, and we would love for you to become part of our team. Find out more about working at your favorite Arby's. Apply now by texting BIGBEEF to 8500.
0: Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Furniture Mart USA, and Fireplace Pros.
1: So I know you're excited about the Wagyu Burger now for the next uh, six weeks at Arby's. you really like that. I, I am. That's one of my favorites. The Reuben
2: and the Wagyu uh, Burger are my two favorites. Um, so I, I am anxious. I'm glad you informed me of that because I'll be stopping by there probably yet this week in the next day or two.
1: what so we do on the that, show. We keep everybody informed of what, about what's going on at Arby's. That's the, the biggest thing we do here. I I love the relationship we have with them. It's been awesome to have Mike Walls and the crew uh, on board with us almost since day one. We're talking 13 and a half years was day one. Uh, they also have an online-only exclusive offer, meaning guests can get this offer by ordering ahead on Arby's.com or from the Arby's app. And the offer is 2 Can Dine for $9.99. Got it? 2 Can Dine for $9.99. It rhymes. And that runs from the uh, end of October, 1st of November, through the 26th of November. So lots going on at Arby's indeed. So. Uh, you know, Augie hosting Mankato on Saturday. Uh USD's on the road in a game they absolutely have to win and should win. Western Illinois, not very good this year. And then South Dakota State's at home against Missouri State with a chance to wrap up what's been one of the more impressive regular seasons we've ever seen around here. Uh, Neil, Zach was asking me about this. Is this the best year for football you've ever seen in the 45 years I've been here covering uh, sports in South Dakota. Real quick, 10 seconds. Would you agree this has been some uh, kind of fall?
2: Definitely. Uh, South Dakota State, USD, Augie, uh, USF, the, You know, my alma mater, uh, Lincoln High School. Um, I, it, it's been a fun year in terms of football and the successes we've seen.
1: It is. We'll leave USF out of that conversation. Oh, I, I, I thought I said
2: USF. Okay.
1: <laughs> uh, thanks for listening today. It's been great to have you with us. We're glad to have Chad back. We'll talk again tomorrow.
2: Menards 11% sale ends Thanksgiving Day.